What's up? It's time for another transmission. I really, really had something I wanted to share with you. And uh, whenever I get inspired, yo, 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 yo. What's up? What's up? This is all confusing as all hell. I'm getting all these messages. The new Facebook. Welcome to another transmission. I just felt inspired in this moment. And in that moment I get inspired, I hit that play button. Earlier when I started this uh, group, um, I had it set up structured like 11 and 7. I was doing a transmission to help people, especially when they were going through COVID. It's like, holy crap, pause on your life. What the fuck do we do? I was like, I was in quarantine. So I decided to just, you know, just create this Facebook group and do two transmissions a day. And it was really helping a lot of people. The, the group grew really tremendously big and I just kept going with these lessons uh, for hey thank you I just kept going with these lessons to help people self-regulate that's really what the whole purpose of this group is about if you're brand new let me know hey I'm new let me know where you're uh, signing in from right now I'd love to hear um, and what would happen is I would just keep developing teaching the tools that I was normally teaching my clients I would bring it into the context of the trigger proof group and give you uh, a lot of um, tools to be able to get out of your head and get into your body to be able to take whatever you're feeling outside and be able to reinterpret it and understand the background anxiety background alarm that whatever you're dealing with now is healing right hey Alan what's up brother um, that's really what trigger proof is all about and it was it started growing so much that all of a sudden uh, we became super busy uh, May was probably the most insane month of running around that I've ever done and I had to actually go whoa to the point where I didn't have the energy to do these Facebook lives anymore and I felt a little guilt about that I was like wait I started this so that I can give one at least one transmission per day so that the intent behind why I'm sharing and why I'm teaching is that all of the distracting we do on social media is that this transmission be something that gets you into your heart that actually has you becoming aware and waking up to your senses whereas you likely if you're like most people especially during a time like covid especially with all this anxiety and the our sympathetic responses going up we're detached from ourselves and so we want to numb and sedate and so social media is used as a distraction whereas i want it to be used if you my commitment to you was that if you're signing in and you're tuning in that if you just follow exactly the instructions of my uh, uh, my intentions you're going to end up like boom in your body in your heart becoming more aware being able to emotionally regulate being able to interpret that trigger instead of becoming reactive becoming response able so you can stretch the gap between stimulus and response that's really what it is you want anyway because the wider the gap that you can spend between stimulus and response the better it is for you because in that without the gap you're becoming reactive and you're governed by external things you're governed by your past you're governed by your conditioning 
There's no choice or liberation in that. You're literally a robot behaving according to the stories that are not just in your head but also in your body. So the work becomes to widen that gap between stimulus and response. That's what becoming trigger-proof is really all about. I had to come up with it because I realized that for the last 20 years I was using uh, personal development to change my thoughts and beliefs which is really what I wanted to talk to you about today. I have, have a confession in that I was using personal development so that I could stop feeling a certain so that I so that I could um, address the the anxious thoughts that were going on in my mind let me know if you can relate to this let me know if any of that resonates with you okay if I'm saying it and it and it resonates let me know so that I can because it's it's weird when I'm talking to you uh, if you were live here I'd be able to have a conversation I'd be able to get your the physical views of your uh, feedback and I'd be able to say oh hey there's Alan hey ter uh, Leslie is uh, really resonating with that so it's more like a conversation but it's weird in front of a camera because I can't really see you so if you can show your engagement with what I'm saying if it's landing on you or if you're like I completely disagree you asshole Nima say it alright <laughs> so um, essentially what we're doing here is to stretch the gap between stimulus and response because what's causing you to react in the moment is not choice it's those old stories and traumas that aren't just in your head they're in your body I was using personal development to change the stories of my thoughts those thoughts being I'm not good enough I'm not worthy of love I'm not even safe okay yeah you use learning about it to avoid feeling it exactly hundred percent Leslie that's exactly what we do we all do that and when I discovered that I stopped working and I just took six months and I paused so that I can drop in and and feel my feelings and I didn't like what I saw I didn't realize that my nervous system was bombarded was overloaded with I'm not safe messages and they came not just not just cognitively those messages were in my body long before I even had language long before there was a language that said Nima you're not safe Nima you're not worthy of love Nima you don't belong long before I had the capability of saying that those messages were in my body just like they are in everyone's and it was like whoa so I'm trying to think my way out of feeling problems the feeling in my body was that I'm not safe that I'm not loved that I'm not worthy of love that's what the story my body was telling and as many personal development seminars that I could go to to try to change that station and I could and I'd have a breakthrough the next day my body told a different story and so it, it led me down a path of trying to understand why and to transform that and as a result of doing that I'm gonna share with you what what we do I don't have anxiety that I used to and when it shows up I actually am able to have a different conversation with it I looking at it I now see it as a barometer 
I now see it as a, oh, it's a conversation piece. It's not something to push away. It's not something to fix. It's not something to abandon. It's not something to deny or judge or criticize within myself. It's actually an opportunity for me to go inside and have a different conversation. There's a soul inside of me that's wanting my attention. There's an inner child inside of me in this moment, happen to get triggered, that's really asking for my attention. Because if I don't, I'm looking for the approval outside. I look for external validation. I look for the likes. I look for somebody to tell me I'm amazing. I look for you to tell me I'm beautiful. All of those things, this is what I look for in those times. And when I really started to learn how to regulate that nervous system and change the state, all of a sudden everything started to shift. The anxiety levels went down and guess what happens? When your anxiety levels go down, it shifts the dynamic in your parenting. It shifts the dynamic in your parenting. That's why I kept saying it's really important if you're a parent to really pay attention to these trainings and to make a real uh, commitment out of healing your past trauma wounds because they're showing up in your life right now. I'm walking my dog Lucy and I see this other woman walking her dog and as soon as she sees me she grabs her dog and pulls the dog and then the dog starts going rawr, 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 rawr. and of course then Lucy goes off so then I grab Lucy and then I I kind of give her a little tug and then I sit her down and I pet her while this dog is rah, 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 and I was able to soothe Lucy whereas she was actually fanning the fire like pulling literally pulled her dog away and I was just I didn't want to I, I, I stopped and I was like I felt like telling her your dog is actually um, expressing all of your own anxieties right now if you're blaming it on your dog and you're not realizing it's your own internal war that this fucking dog is I was just like wanting to I was like no she's she's not asking me to help her <laughs> I felt like just going dude this is not I felt I felt like saying listen if your dog is not it's not your dog's problem your dog may have inherent fears but you're actually fanning them you're making them worse because of your inability to regulate yourself when you see your dog loses shit. Welcome to parenthood. Welcome to what every single parent has a problem with. Welcome to what your parents had a problem with because they didn't know how to regulate themselves. So when you had big emotions, all of a sudden they were tried to be suppressed the way this woman just outside 10 minutes ago tried to suppress her dog's fucking fears. And it just fanned it. She's like, Wow. And we all do that. Parents do this. Parents do this unconsciously because, not because of bad parents, it's because parents don't know how to self-regulate because their trauma is in their bodies. They were raised in the world of children are not to be seen, children are to be seen but not heard. That uh, what is the expression that they use uh, to justify hitting them? There's something, uh, Leslie. I need you to. I need you to tell me about this. Um, I really, really want you know want you to get this, Leslie. What is it? The the kid that they don't hit something. 
I don't know what the expression is. It's an expression that you use to justify hitting a kid, right? This is the belief system narrative that your parents were dumped into. That's why they can be such assholes. That's why they can be such such narcissists. Because they were rewarded, they were rewarded based on the obedience of a child, the way that you would for a dog, like obedience. There you go. Spare the rod, spoil the child. Leslie, I knew you would know this. I knew. I was like, Leslie, help me out. I can imagine we're in a room and Leslie's sitting at the front. And I'm like, Leslie, what was it? Spare the rod, spoil the child. Right. Now, think about that. Your parents were likely raised in a spare the rod, spoil the child manner. So that's how they were fucking raised. No wonder that when you have feelings and emotions come up, you're going to turn around and stuff them down because they didn't know what to do. Like, ah, you're having an emotion. I don't know what to do with my own emotions. So I'm just going to try to suppress yours. And that's the best that they could do. And so it leads, it wasn't until I, I don't let, I'm, I'm still doing my research on this, but it's fascinating. It's fascinating when there was a, a book that just came out like maybe 30, 40, 50 years ago that started talking about uh, acknowledging your child's feelings. This was a new concept, acknowledging the feelings of your child. And now we're realizing that not attuning to your child's needs creates a unsafe feeling in your body that happened long before you had cognitive thought and these feelings that are in your body start to create stories that are exact alignment with the state that's in your body and there's three different states that you can be within your nervous system and I want to throw away all labels labeling anxiety bipolar all of these let's throw those away because they were just man-made so that doctors could for insurance so that doc for codes so that doctors could get paid it doesn't mean that that's who you are at the very bottom of the rung at the very bottom of the rung is dorsal vagal this is the polyvagal theory at the very top of the rung is ventral vagal in the middle ladder is called sympathetic now when you are in a state of playfulness, okay, like Samantha, we you're experiencing a lot of playfulness there earlier on with your, um, with your, I guess neighbor or whatever, and in our group, in our private mastermind group, they were throwing balloons at one another, like uh, water balloons. That is when your ventral vagal state is like activated. This is play. This is curiosity. This is. Uh, playfulness this is curiosity this is um, you know your connection right safety in other words you feel safe in your body when I feel safe in my body what impact does that have on you 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 start to feel safe if I am next to you and I don't feel safe around you immediately you're gonna catch that vibe this isn't woo this is fact this is neuro this is uh, it, um, 
interpersonal neurobiology. This is interpersonal neurobiology. If I'm in a sympathetic state and I'm in your presence, you're going to be like, Nima, are you okay? And I'll be like, yeah, I'm fine. But you'll be like, yeah, no, you're not. What the fuck's the matter? And I'm like, fuck you, I'm okay. Would you believe me? No, because my sympathetic state is activated. That's what happens in a fight or flight state. Boom, I go into activation. In that moment, I feel fear. I feel anger, potentially. I feel rage. This is what's happening in our nervous systems all around us. Take a look. Take a look at the world right now in the last year. In the last six months, most of us, many of us have been in that space, in that space where it's anger, it's rage. You can tell those people just by sensing the tone of their posts in social media. When you listen, when you sense, you listen with 3D, when you watch, you not, they're not just empty words on paper. The, 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 the nonverbal cues behind it, you feel and sense their nervous system before posting. That's why I realized when I got this, I was like, I'm not really going to post until I have a self-assessed um, nervous system where I feel like I'm in my ventral state because I'm contributing the most in that space. I don't have to be posting. By me posting something here and doing a, a Facebook Live right now, if I'm in my sympathetic state, how much of a contribution am I to you? You're going to, you're not, you're going to sense the filter of what I'm saying through my lens of fear. Okay? That's not going to, that's not going to help support you in your growth. In fact, it actually can be damaging. This is when you can see leaders who are coming from a place of anger and fear and victimhood are often poisoning, un unknowingly, poisoning the people that they are uh, leading and they don't even know it. It's like if I'm talking to you and you're listening and you're here, you're here in this community because you want to gain some knowledge that's going to help you kind of calm the fuck down and get more connected with your heart and be a better more empathetic human being that's really why you're here that's what being trigger proof is all about but if I'm here and you're here for that and I'm directing my lessons and my words to you from a space from a state of sympathetic there's nothing that I can say there's nothing that I will say you'll be like eh, this guy's full of shit because what you're feeling and what I'm saying are not in alignment. And you can sense that. And guess what? Your kids can too. When I realized that, I was like, oh shit. It's not about my thoughts. It's about what I'm feeling. That's why changing your thoughts cognitively, you know, or... I, changing your beliefs, I'm worthy of love, I'm deserving of love. But if I don't feel it here first, you're wasting your time. Let me know if you've ever had that experience where you're trying to say affirmations, but you're saying them, but you're not actually feeling them. That's not helping you. Okay? It's wiser for you to actually work through and go inside and heal those heal those in the body. So I'm going to bring up a question that's going to evoke this 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 for you. And I want you to write this down and this is your kind of like transmission lesson. 
for today that that's going to help guide you further into your heart further into your healing okay that's what I want to do um, before I do I want to make sure I, I, I ended that point the point that I'm trying to make with this entire uh, broadcast which is trying to change your thoughts and beliefs without changing your state first is is useless I'm worthy of love I'm worthy of love I'm worthy of, but I don't feel it yet right so another another example of this is when you are when you're in dorsal when you're in sympathetic excuse me you so we have uh, ventral vagal then you get into sympathetic now if you've been in sympathetic for a very long time this is where I wanted to take you if you've been sympathetic for a very long time then what happens is as a child when the stress was beyond your ability to adapt it was just too much for you to bear the trauma the not feeling seen the feelings that came up you didn't know what the fuck to do with them and all of a sudden it's beyond your ability to adapt boom the nervous system goes into the third aspect which is called the dorsal vagal shutdown this is the freeze response and it's very wise it's very very protective of you it's a it's not something that you should make wrong this is where people have depression this is where it's like a deep rest depressed deep rest they depress all of the feelings they depress they suppress they repress all of the feelings and emotions from all of this activation it was beyond your ability to adapt so you just have no choice but to leave your body you leave your body and you shut down and there's deep depression then there's confusion then there's apathy and then there's chronic pain and there's all of these things that are not diseases and disorders they're actually a part of your protective parts the problem is is if it's been going on for too long your body will shut down it will break down your your hormonal sense your hormonal balances go off sex hormones off you don't have libido you um, don't have energy you feel uh, digestion just doesn't work and here's the characteristic I talked about it last night sleep sleep your sleep is off so these are all signs of a nervous system under dysregulation okay that's a you know and, and because you check out because it's just the most it's just the most um, wisest thing for your system to do it's a very protective mechanism the problem is is that we don't understand these nobody taught it to us growing up and so we get into relationships without knowing these three ladders we get into relationships without understanding how to assess ourselves where we are we get into relationships not knowing how to navigate and to be able to see your partner and go oh he's not being an asshole he's just in his sympathetics because he's feeling threatened hmm I wonder where that could come from rather than just playing victim like what we do and we, we make we make the other person wrong because we're in our wounds when you take on self-regulation that oppressor that you saw as a monster all of a sudden is like this is I feel sorry for them you re you you re you regain your power you re you reclaim your power is what I'm trying to say the power that was always there but you gave away when in that moment where you felt victimized by that other person and we're seeing some amazing transformations because once you start to regulate yourself those that you once thought were oppressors okay and you learn these things and you learn to go up the ladder you start to see your mom and dad 
the people that you thought were the oppressors, you see them through the lens of their nervous systems. And you're like, oh shit, oh my god, no wonder this is how they were. And you're no longer a victim, and you now see them as humans, and you've transcended that. It's very empowering. It's very empowering, and so very few people take it on, even therapists. There, are, there is a huge number of therapists out there right now on Instagram and everything. You can tell the difference when they're teaching from a place of healing or they're teaching from a place of open wounds. You can tell. You want to pick the therapists that are teaching from or, or people that you're following. You want, to, you want to choose people that are teaching from their scars, not their open wounds. I took about fucking six months and said, I'm not helping anyone because I got some open wounds going on. And until I can feel them healed and they're now scars, now I can come back and go, yeah, yeah, let me tell you about my scars. Because if you're going walking around with an open wound, I see you. And let me prove to you I know just, just with who I'm being towards you. Not angry, but just more understanding and empathetic and going, okay, so this is the path. And the path is, let's get you to really understand you through your fucking nervous system. Because when you do, all of a sudden, you start to pay attention to your state. And you start to see that your thoughts are just a... Your thoughts are just a uh, an effigy of what's going on in your state. Let me give you an amazing example that I give... Every time I, I, I speak, if I'm in dorsal vagal, there's sympathetic and then there's ventral vagal. If I'm in my dorsal vagal and I go through a security lineup at a uh, airport, you've been through one, you know what it's like. But when I'm in dorsal vagal and I'm in that deep state of, you know, depression and shutdown, guess what my thoughts are going to do? They're going to look around, they're going to go, that guy's more fit than me, he's way better looking. He looks like he's more successful, he has a nicer watch than I do. Their relationship looks way better than mine. I wish I had that, I don't have it, I'm a piece of shit, I'm a loser. Um, you name it, you know what the hell, I'll, I'll start looking at and then And then my thoughts will go to, I'm never going to get there. I am not where I want to be. I am a failure. And my life is doomed, and I'm going to die penniless. I'm going to die alone. Let me know if you know what I'm talking about. Does this resonate with you? Let me know if you know what I'm talking about. Okay? Sorry I'm not reading, because I don't want to get off flow. I'll, I'll, I'll read it later. Uh, but I really want to stay in, engaged in the conversation. Uh, really what I want to share with you. So if I'm in sympathetic, guess what my thoughts are going to be like in that airport lineup? You've been listening to the Trigger Proof Podcast, designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world, which is nervous system regulation. Becoming trigger proof doesn't mean trigger less. It means learning how to regulate ourselves to bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our purpose rather than from our wounds anytime there's reactivity there's a wound and if you're curious and inspired to learn more join us at breathwork and badassery or the overview experience and a combination of both 
actually helps you do the work. There's a difference between listening to a podcast and actually showing up live and doing the work with a badass community who's all about breaking cycles of intergenerational trauma. It didn't start with you, but it can end with you if you're willing to do the work. See you at the next perfect time. Oh, God. What an asshole. Could you just fucking hurry up? God, why do all blank people, so let's say Asian, black, whatever, white people, whatever racist, whatever, enter that there? Why are all blank people? They're so fucking slow and lazy. Uh, God, hurry up. Everybody is in my fucking way. Those are where my thoughts are going to be based on the state that's happening. Okay? Oh, God, I just want to throat punch that person. Okay, that's a direct representation of my thoughts that are a direct representation of my state. Now, if I take the time and I use the tools that I've learned to bring myself up to that ventral state and I'm in that security lineup, guess what my thoughts are going to sound like? I can't wait for this trip. I'm really looking forward to going and eating at this restaurant and ordering the halibut. You know what? I'm going to call my friends. Uh, I can't wait to see you know, what we're going to discover there. It's like curiosity. My thoughts are all about curiosity, playfulness, right? And those are the thoughts that are mi mimicking exactly that I'm now in my ventral state. So for me to do therapy and counseling, to address the thoughts, which is the cognitive, completely ignores the state. And the state can be changed by me and me alone. However, not not by me alone, but once you learn how to self-regulate, you learn how to change your relationship with your past, lack of safety in your body through accessing your younger selves, the different parts of you. This is what I created the overview method is just to give you access to that. To take an anxiety that you're confronted by today, tomorrow, whoever, and within a period of a few minutes, to take that anxiety and go into the background anxiety where it's living in your body beyond the cognition beyond the mind going into the body and integrating it bringing it back up and gaining some wisdom from that younger part of you to now know exactly what the next move is in today and having your next step presented for you and you show up with confidence clarity courage you know should I stay should I go you're not acting out of, oh my God, what should I do? Fear, you're actually acting from your heart. Every time you've ever acted out of your heart, you've never regretted it. And we're all in this together, yes, and we're all walking into the unknown. So we don't. nobody's got it figured out. However, if you have access to your inner guidance, you can get it through. And that access to inner guidance doesn't happen through the mind. It starts in the body. And simply by understanding and appreciating and embracing your nervous system, you can totally transform it. So um, I'm super excited because at the end of this month on Father's Day, we're doing Speaking of the Past, we're going to be doing a breathwork and badassery on Father's Day that actually commemorates the father woundings that you might have. I'm going to be directing the inner child meditation towards the healing with your father 
What an amazing opportunity. If you know somebody, please tag them here, invite them into this, um, this community, tag them in this training. And if they have healing to do with their fathers, on the, 20, on the 21st, we're going to be starting this conversation. We're going to be talking about dad stuff over the next couple of weeks. We're going to be talking about healing from father wounds. We're, we're going to have the uncomfortable conversation. That's what this community is all about, is let's talk about these things. Let's talk about these uh, breakdowns. Uh, let's talk about these wounds. Uh, not from a place of making dad the enemy, but from a place of understanding where the nervous system of your father was going back in time and and uh, uh, really just shifting that dynamic you know to get you to this place where your heart is open first towards yourself and that younger part of you that went through some shit maybe at the, at the hands of dad and then the other part of you that w is willing to open your heart and to loving dad for exactly who he was not who you think he should have been but for who exactly he was. And I got to tell you how important this is because when I started taking on this work, not projecting dad to try to empathize with me and try to keep me safe, but for me to do it for myself, my relationship with my father is totally changed. And uh, we actually, I can't believe it, we actually invited him to our baby moon that's happening on Father's Day. So it's very special because my dad and mom are going to be joining my wife and I on our baby moon in Tofino, British Columbia, Canada, and that's where I'm going to be doing the live broadcast of the um, uh, the live broadcast of the uh, Breathwork and Badassery Father's Day edition. And it's really going to be great. Um, this is very important for people who are having challenges healing with dad. Uh, we're going we're gonna to focus on that. We're going to have that uncomfortable conversation. Because really the whole point of why I'm doing this whole community is to carry, help, help guide you up this mountain as we all climb together of self-healing, of opening your heart to love, of having secure attachments that are healthy interdependence rather than codependency. And so a big part of that will be healing with your father. And so that's what I'm committed to helping you do. Please write in the what what is a baby moon? It's like a honeymoon, but with a baby. Like, oh, we just got married. Let's go have a honeymoon. A baby moon is, oh, we're having a baby. Let's go have a trip together to celebrate that we're about to have a baby and say goodbye to our old fucking life. <laughs> the old life is gone. So baby moon symbolizes, okay, we're about to embark on this new adventure. So we're going together. And so during my baby moon, I'm going to be having this event. And we are opening it up to the community. Normally, it's for my own clients. But like, for I'm, I'm making it super duper affordable. It's only 20 bucks. And it's life changing. It's earth shattering. <laughs> because it's really getting you into the body. Because we got to get out of these thoughts. And we got to get into sensation. And it's scary. So we do it all as a community. And it, I would love to invite you, especially if you're new to this community, to come and join us and do it. Um, yeah, it's going to be a fun baby moon in Tofino. Um, Please do, uh, don't hesitate. I'm going to send, I'm going to put the link up here. I'm going to invite you to join us. It's Breathwork and Badassery. It's, it's the Father's Day edition. So I just putting, dropping the link there. And it's only 20 bucks. So I want you to just 
anybody who we're, we're focusing on father we're focusing we're going to be doing inner child work but we're going to be focusing on dad in this specific um, in this specific uh, special segment um, breathwork yes uh, Leslie says I thought I would not like the breathwork but my first one was lovely yeah there was people Leslie that actually got so scared that they pulled away last minute because they were scared and it's like you're just gonna be breathing even though it's just breath we are so deathly afraid of our feelings we are so deathly afraid of our emotions especially because we have repressed stuff from our primary caregivers hence why I'm doing breath work and badassery for uh, you know for this purpose to make it affordable entry level so that you can actually get started on the getting out of your head and getting into your body and we do that through meditation I'm gonna guide you I've done the work I have a healthy relationship with my dad finally for the first freaking time it's a funny story um, I'm gonna leave you with it's a really funny story uh, I had to truly be open to seeing a new part side of you and I'm glad I took that leap Namaste, sister. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. I really appreciate it. And it goes to show you, yeah, aren't we here to evolve? Are we going to set people into, like, if, Leslie, what, how would you feel if I judged you based on who you were five years ago? How would you like that? <laughs> but people do that with me, right? So, and that's the cost of becoming successful. Many people are afraid to be successful, and for good reasons, because when you become successful, you suffer the slings and arrows of people's perceptions, and many people can't handle that. So doing this work will help you become more trigger-proof to that as well. So um, I'm going to leave you with this story about my dad uh, and how important, why why this work is so important to me. So my dad... Uh, and mom they set up a, a little they want to feed me and Diana because um, they you know there's they're such amazing parents so uh, they, they said hey come come and join us uh, you know come and join us for dinner at your brother's place so we decided we'd rather kind of bike around Stanley Park instead and we did a biking thing because because Diana's belly is getting so big uh, she's almost six months and we're like you probably aren't going to be able to get on a bike again for a while so why don't we do this to the best of our ability let's go biking around so that when your belly gets too huge you can't do it but at least you said you've done the the seawall bike path around Vancouver have you done this if you've ever been to Vancouver you must do the seawall bike tour around the seawall you have to do it and she never did and I wanted to take her there I really wanted to so it just so happened to be the same time my parents wanted to bring us food and so I felt like oh god I really don't want to because my body started clamming up because I didn't feel like I was ready to say no to them I was like no I'd rather do this but I was I was talking with Diana about it she goes no just let them know what you want to do give them that opportunity so I was like okay dad um, we're doing a bike thing around uh, do you mind around Stanley Park and they're like oh no problem we'll just come and meet you and, and and give you the food and I was like oh that's great I made up this story that my dad would be disappointed but they were totally fine because of the trauma still stuck in my body and um, unwillingness to have the uncomfortable conversation so then I have that conversation and it just blew my mind that he was will they were willing to wait an hour for us to get around Stanley Park and then give us the the food right and so 
um, so then he gives us he gives us the food and we see each other you know hey nice to see you fist bump social distance all of that she they got to see hang out with Diana for a minute they gave us the food and then my dad makes a comment and he makes this one comment that if I heard this like five years ago I would have fucking lost it on him but I was able to actually see through it and just kinda laugh along with him but when I was so victimized by him I couldn't handle this comment and this is what he said he said alright there you go we've done our uh, we can cross that off on the good good parent thing to do today and I was just like immediately my younger parts were like fuck you <laughs> But then I was like, oh, I totally saw through it. And I just realized in that moment, the things that used to trigger me about my dad are actually, I, I, I'm no longer at the effect of them anymore. And that is entirely my responsibility. It was entirely my work around my boundaries. It's entirely my work around the wounded inner child within me that had resistance against my father for years. In fact, I've been spending my entire life trying to prove him wrong right <laughs> I've been spending my entire life trying to prove him wrong and so the 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 relationship has totally changed I got to laugh at his little comment and uh, and I'm just blown away that I can spend time with him and really appreciate him not f from a completely different standpoint and the reason why I share that this is so important is that it's up to me to heal my ancestral trauma. It's not up to my dad. And I t I'm taking on this work. I took on this work not in, for, at first uh, against him to heal from the shit that, that, that I went through with him. Uh, then it was in spite of him, and now it's for him. And so I'm inviting you, uh, Father's Day coming up, to join us for three hours in the celebration of healing with father wound that's going to be the theme healing with your father healing the father wound uh, and how important that is and that's what really what I'm, I'm dedicating our next breathwork and badassery every single month it will be dedicated to to healing a different part of us and the overview experience on the 28th will go even deeper into healing with dad or mom or whoever uh, we whatever shows up on that but I really encourage you to jump in and join my community my community we're already going to be there um and we're, we're always stoked we always look forward to it and kind of dread it at the same time but it's always an ex incredible experience and uh, i really urge you to take the step and walk past your fear and definitely join us and we'll see you at the next perfect time